0: Hello, horror fiends, and welcome back to the 1980s movie graveyard. This week, we're going to be resurrecting from the dead the one and only original at Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm the goat. I'm joined by the one, the only movie grave digger over here, Corey G. Corey, how are you doing?
1: I'm I'm doing good, and I'm so glad you did the intro because I forgot to name it a show. <laughs> did you? <laughs> I did. I won't lie to you. Is, ever since the space-time continuum has done fucked up my brain
0: exactly like when you go through space and time it's almost like being born again isn't it
1: what is and I'm always afraid that I'm gonna like go somewhere and a bunch of cops are gonna come after me but they're really monkeys
0: and, oh yeah that would be the worst especially if all you were trying to do was take a uh, tour of the Washington Monument or the Lincoln Monument or whatever the fuck it's called and next thing you know you got some baboon slapping the handcuffs on you
1: or if you're just trying to get your
0: monkey back from space. Exactly. We don't need them kind of hassles. We're going to jump into it right now because we got such a classic movie. We can't wait to talk about it. Welcome to the exciting world of the movies. Smoking is not permitted in this auditorium. It's the law. certificates are available at the box office thanks for helping us keep the theater clean as you exit the auditorium please deposit litter in trash receptacles in the lobby please be considerate and don't talk during the show We're going to go ahead and give you some sync instructions if you want to watch the DVD with us. But uh, if you don't have the DVD or you just, you know, you know the movie well enough, you don't want to sit down, that's fine too. We're not going to be screen specific as always here. Now
1: hold on, no, hold on. Okay, wait. I'll let you do tell us the movie, but then I got to say something before we push play. Okay. Wait, you got
0: to tell them what movie we're doing? Yeah, I told them the original, Nightmare on Elm Street. You just said the original. You never said what it was. I'm pretty sure. You really... Have you been making some extra time travel trips that I don't know about? It's a butterfly effect,
1: thing. It is. Ashton Kusher's getting to me. But I actually know a guy Mm -hmm. who... He saw the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. And he... Let's keep in mind, this is a 19-year-old punk. Mm. But he saw Nightmare on Elm Street remake. He loved it. He thought it was the greatest thing ever. He had never seen the original. I said that is the worst remake. I think I think anybody agree with me there. That's the worst remake in the history of remakes. I gave him this one. He gave it back the next day. He's like, man, that movie stunk. Oh. The Remake was so much better. That's a sad commentary of the youth of today.
0: The the youth they have no clue. Just like you know, there's a ter- currently there's a Terminator movie out that rewrites the entire history. Like we, get, we we have to remake everything for the current generation. But not only remake it, we got to remake it shitty because that's what they're used to.
1: <laughs> but telling me that you like the new Nightmare on Elm Street better than the original is like saying you like the opening song of the class of
0: 1984. <laughs> oh, <wait a> <laughs> hey, I wouldn't go that. Don't 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 lump the people who like the opening song class of 1984.
1: When was class of 1984? Wasn't that made in
0: the 70s? No, it came out in 82. Oh, did it? So we will be covering it on this show.
1: See, they didn't stretch it. They went into the future two years. Exactly. Look at what happens to society just two years from now. (laughs) Two
0: Christmases from now, the youth won't be able to get an education. (laughs) (laughs) It <laughs> fell apart over spring break. I'm going to make a futuristic movie set in apocalyptic high school, and it's going to start out and it's say, "It's going to say two semesters from now." <laughs> yeah, I love class in 19. Fort love class in 1999 too. Exactly. All right. So can we get can we get Freddy Krueger born here yet? We can. Okay. Now, here's the sync instructions. We have a pause at the six-second mark on the DVD. Hold art.
1: on a minute. I have a question.
0: Okay, Berg, go ahead.
1: Are, we watch, are you watching the Blu-ray or the or the DVD? Blu-ray. Now, how does that Blu-ray look? I heard it was good. I, I have that original DVD box set that came out.
0: Yeah, I have that DVD box set. By the way, those DVDs, to me, looked very good. Because, like, I, I still watch them a lot, even after I got HD TV, They look good. Um the blu-ray looks really like looks really good to me i think it's just compressed better you just if you have a larger tv you won't see like those little crunchy compression things on certain things and the colors are a little bit better i mean i would say it's well worth the upgrade considering you can get the whole franchise on the blu-ray set for probably like at this point like 35 dollars or less no it's six in 3d no it's not six is not in 3d
1: see so i have the yellow or i have the red and blue glasses i'm real high same
0: here same yeah when when i watch part six and then the 3d part comes on i have to actually hit the 3d button on my tv and convert it myself Ah. it's uh i don't know it's it's not the same i want the real 3d that they had you know yeah So anyway, we're going to go ahead and get started here. It's the opening logo. Before New Line had that film cell look, they had literally just a generic red logo that said, From New Line Cinema. That's where we have it paused at on the uh, Blu-ray here. It's the six-second mark. I think it's about the same on the DVD. I'm going to say, one, two, three, go. And if you're playing along at home, uh, when I say go, hit the play button remote. All right, are you ready, Corey? Yeah, I'm just picking a toenail off, but I'm good. Okay. Everybody, one, two, three, go. Yep, just faded out. And Mm -hmm. I am
1: on a black screen.
0: Yep. here we go. Oh, we got the little, um, like, square box almost. (laughs) Smart egg pictures present. Yeah, there used to be a lot of smart egg pictures back in the 80s. I wonder what happened to those producers. That has before the big bird influenza outbreak. Exactly. Here we go, obviously, with the opening credits. I think this is actually genius. You know, like, when you make a movie, you don't know what people are going to like about it or whatever. But, you know, maybe they knew that people would like Freddy's gloves so much, so they did a whole opening sequence showing him make it.
1: Plus, it provides you detailed blueprints if you're a psychopath.
0: Exactly. You can see exactly where he put the solder irons and all that shit. I always wonder why it's iconic, though. Yeah, I always wonder why he used such a shitty glove, though. It's like, oh, holy... There's, like, hardly a glove left.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, maybe that's why he was just trying to repair it, and he got a little carried away. Yeah. This, in, in all honesty... This is a good shot, too, just because it's a complete white background, because, you know, like, it's mm-hmm. white like a dream state, but what what people don't really realize about this is, out of the series, this is the only one that's an actual horror movie.
0: Yeah exactly The other ones are a little kitschy I would say The second one is just Is what it is Yeah
1: It's kind of in a class all it's own. <laughs> the third one was the first one I saw In the movie theater It's like that Introducing Johnny Depp
0: Yeah like I don't know if I just didn't know about it Or what happened Or I think it was just a smaller release But actually uh, I didn't get to see the first one in the theater and like, No I saw it on cable yeah, first same two here. I saw on cable. Second one was the first one I got to see in theaters. I remember because we got yeah, I got to see great. part one on HBO.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I think part one hit cable about the same time part two hit the theaters. Actually,
0: yeah, because it was like almost like Scream, where once they saw that they had a hit, you know, that they were just cranking them out once a year.
1: Now who this the girl here? Um, that's going through the boiler room. Amanda White's. Did, what did she go on to do
0: it's funny you say that let me, let me hit the uh let me hit the i team here because i'll tell you what
1: you're doing that i'll tell you uh, freddie krueger at this point pretty much uh robert england was only really known as you know he had bit shows and shit by bit i mean don't blink okay. bit. and but roger Corman movies too <laughs> yeah and he was willy on the uh,
0: v. v yeah Okay, because I know this girl. By the way, look at her IMDb page. I don't know how old this picture is, but she still looks good. Okay, wow, she was in a lot. Um, she was in yep. Buck Rogers, twenty fifth century TV yeah, that's series. A good show. Uh, a bunch of TV series I've never heard of, to be honest with you. Um, lot wow, lots of TV before she started doing movies. Um, looks like eighty two her big break. Well she was in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Uh she I played hate that she, movie. She, yeah, you have bad taste. But uh she played Judge Reinhold's uh girlfriend in that. Then she did a bunch more TV. Then the, the next movie she did was this, Nightmare on the street. And Silverado and then Better Off Dead. She was the God girl Better Off Dead. Yeah, she was the girl that Cusack was uh trying to win oh, back. That's
1: where I've seen her. Yeah. 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 You know, but Fast Times at Ridgemont High, I just going to say this real quick. -hmm. It's pretty sad when your life goes down the crapper because you lost your job at a hamburger joint. (laughs) I mean, have you ever seen that happen? So most people like quit, like working at Whack Arnold's or something, and and, and they're fine. Judge Reinhold gets fired from a hamburger joint, and suddenly he's ostracized. Exactly, he's got nowhere to go. (laughs) He must have been giving out free cheeseburgers to people to be his friend.
0: Yeah, after Better Off Dead, she pretty much just did, you know, like one episode shots on TV series but she did a lot more she didn't just quit acting you know Better Off Dead's a, a fantastic movie I covered oh, that movie.
1: on an old podcast even interviewed the the girl from it oh really? yeah I, I wasn't part of that interview somebody else did it I was like working or something that day I don't even remember the girl's name
0: yeah I know it I'm just
1: blanking on it but she was the fourth there's Johnny Depp right there driving a badass car the
0: best actor of his generation wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah, I say that to whoever will listen. This, this this movie's so early, it's even before Johnny Depp' wild movie audience. He was in a private resort. Yeah, one of my favorite 80s movies. Speaking
1: of 80s, well, no, never mind, because this show happens later. Never mind. I'm going to save Depp for later, fans. You're just going to have to wonder now what that missing piece of information was. What <laughs> uh, I don't like about Depp is how he was like, I hated 21 Jump Street. It's like, yeah, but nobody was knocking on your doors because of your parted nightmare
0: on Elm Street. Yeah, nobody was. Or Private Resort, is great as Private Resort is.
1: Deb has nice hair.
0: Yeah. I like this scene, how it's just a normal scene of the kids going to school. And um, I like how it starts out with the ghost kids on the lawn of the high, of the high school, you know, playing the Freddy Krueger song.
1: Wes Craven used to have a lot of talent.
0: Yeah, he did. And then, then somehow he lost it. <laughs> I don't know what happened.
1: He made Scream and just cashed it. Even before Scream, there was a period where he made a lot of
0: crap. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that, unfortunately.
1: But he was getting paid. Yeah. I don't fault
0: anyone for taking the check. Sell out. Who cares? Uh, I no, don't know. I don't. I, do I, I, you know, not that this is the place to talk about, but I take a lot of flack on the book of the face where i talk no. about this guy or that guy being a sellout people get really upset let me make it clear if i could go make the worst movies possible and not have to go to my regular job anymore i'd do it, me too. <laughs> I'd do it.
1: I, I always thought heather lang camp was really cute she was on um a show I used to like, a spinoff of the popular Growing Pains called right. Just the Ten of Us.
0: I used to watch that too. And it was weird that she was playing like a high school girl like years after she was in this playing a high school girl.
1: Well, and the girl that played her sister on that show, Brooke, somebody, was the one of the girls in Nightmare on Elm Street 4. Exactly. They are poaching the Growing Pains spinoff
0: talent. <laughs> and Or so creating it, depending on how you look at it.
1: I used to have a boombox like that, and I remember the cooler you were, was the bigger the giant-ass radio you carried around was.
0: Yeah. I like that Johnny Depp really thought he was going to uh, call his mom and a uh, her into thinking he was at his cousin's by the airport by playing a sound effect tape into the phone.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, Depp at the time wasn't the thespian that he is now. No. I don't fault him. Everybody's like, he makes them stupid Disney movies. Yeah, well, he owns an island. You know, from them stupid Disney movies What did he have making, you know, shit like And I love Donnie Brasco But he didn't make 50 cents off that
0: Yeah and Another thing too about Johnny Depp I just saw, he's been doing this for years But I just saw, even just again, he did it He dressed up like Jack Sparrow Went to a hospital, a bunch of kids are dying of cancer and shit All those people criticizing Johnny Depp Unless there's a character that you're known for That you can dress up and go cheer up sick kids Why don't you shut the fuck up? Exactly (laughs) I always remember, and I don't.
1: I'm not a Kevin Smith fan. I think I made that known. But I guess his daughter and Johnny Depp's daughter are friends. Yeah. And I guess when they were kids, they went to a party together, and Kevin Smith's uh, daughter was like, "Yeah, whoever Depp, Lily, I think is her name. Yeah, yeah her dad always dresses up like a pirate, and wears an eye patch, plays with us, and he was like, I just looked at her and said, fine, 'Fine, I'll put on a trench coat and not talk to any of
0: you.' <laughs> That's pretty funny.
1: I'll give him credit, that was one of the few times I laughed at something Kevin Smith said. I hate that Kevin Smith. i punch him one.
0: Oh why, he just make he's just a guy making
1: movies. Yeah, he made a couple of good ones, but I'm sorry. When you have the great idea of turning a man into a walrus and that's the kind of shit you come out with,
0: that's bad. I don't know, I liked it. Oh really? Yeah, also starring Johnny Depp. How could they you could not like a Johnny a Depp movie? While.
1: They put a guy sewn in a walrus skin In a wildlife refuge Yeah I mean that's just stupid That's lazy writing
0: That's great writing Depending on how you look at it hey, I, I like this Here we got 86 pound Johnny Depp Going out into the darkness of the of the front yard um, Trying to find the, the, the person Who's scraping shit all over
1: Well considering Heather Langenkamp Is probably about 8 inches taller And 50 pounds bigger Yeah No offense to Heather Lane. Lane, She's good looking. I'm surprised she never went on to do
0: more. I always thought she was cute. I heard a lot of people in recent years, I guess younger people didn't grow up at the time, say that she's ugly. I don't see how you could call her ugly at all. She's wholesome cute. Yeah, she's not hot. She's just, you know,
1: cute. You know, in the 80s, it was more slut hot. You know, she had the wholesome cute, so.
0: And that's why her kind of sluttier friend is, you know, going to be the first person killed in this movie here.
1: That's, you know there was a movie do you remember a movie called Cherry Falls with Brittany Murphy yeah I do where the killer was you know so they decided to be what he was only killing virgins or something like that yeah so they were all having orgies so they wouldn't die that was pretty clever
0: here we have well not the first appearance because he's in the earlier scene but this is where we kind of get to know that Tina's boyfriend Rod is kind of a near do well whatever yeah tough yeah, tough. And, and and I've talked about it when I reviewed other movies he was in, but I feel bad for this guy. He's actually a Hispanic actor. Uh really? ha- yeah. His, I think his, his name name's like Hasu Garcia. He had a cha- he had to come up with a fake name called Nick Corey and pretend to be an Italian guy so to get into movies so they wouldn't uh, be racist towards him. And then in the movie Gotcha he had to go in and pretend to be an Italian guy playing Hispanic guy, even though he was really a Hispanic guy playing Hispanic guy. That's pretty fucked up. That shows he you how... Look...
1: Yeah, but he doesn't look Hispanic.
0: No, I'm, I'm sure, you know, whatever. But, but I think that was the move back then. If, if you had kind of like just slightly dark skin and, and black hair, you would you would try to pass yourself as an Italian because, you know, Stallone was all the rage at this time. If
1: this is true, or if you had an accent you were usually a Russian or a German. If you had an accent, yeah. you could play any evil nationality.
0: That's true. Here, Johnny Depp, still in his uh, Nike sweater, sleeping on the couch. sexually, sexually frustrated. frustrated. Yeah. I have a hard time. If he was really a 15-year-old boy, and he's all sexually frustrated, listening to these people banging things, I have a hard time believing he wouldn't be jerking off right there. Oh, yeah, he'd be so gummed up right now, fans. It's ridiculous. Yeah.
1: Now, I'm going to tell you what. Heather Langenkamp, in my opinion, is way prettier than her.
0: Oh, I agree. But,
1: you know. Heather Langenkamp has that problem, though, if you really look at her. She never shuts her mouth all the way. So, from a yeah. distance, she kind of looks like Butthead. She kind of looks like she has an overbite
0: or whatever you say it.
1: He looks like Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker killer.
0: Yeah, he <laughs> Actually, does. he's a dead ringer for him. I just <laughs> noticed that. Maybe that's why in this movie he gets accused of Frederick Kruger's crimes. <laughs> This is an iconic
1: scene there with the crucifix. crucifixes yeah. crucifixes in horror movies. If anything happens to the crucifix, you know there's some shit going to go down.
0: Yeah. Like, I would say the Amityville movies really accept that. If the cru- if crucifix falls off the wall, you know something's bad about to come your way.
1: I'm going to say it. I'm going to get the heat. But I mean this. It's not shtick. Because if you notice, I stopped doing shtick. Yeah. I like the Amityville remake with Ryan Reynolds better than the original. That original really? movie is so boring.
0: Well, I like
1: it. Yeah. I, I didn't I, see the Poltergeist remake, so I can't vouch for that.
0: I've seen that. It's actually not that bad of a movie, but nowhere near as good as the original. I haven't seen the original in
1: a long time. I have to be talking about that one down the road.
0: Yeah. The original is really good. Here we have Tina. Tina, she fell asleep after they had sex, obviously. Now, this is kind of the first time in the Elm Street series that we see someone think they're awake. In the real life, but they're actually asleep, dreaming that they're awake, and that would be like kind of like the, the trademark of the series. Like that, you know, as you were watching the movie, you never knew what was a dream and what wasn't.
1: No, and like like I said at the beginning, this is a horror movie, so it's more serious. In the later films, you flat out know that they're yeah. You know when when a shark is coming at you on the beach, heading towards your vag. I mean, you know it. Yeah. It, it got very comical, corny, yeah. Well, you know, but it was kind of smart because you think about it. In the '80s, the one-liners were king. So every horror killer back then, none of them talked. Here now, you got one running his mouth.
0: Yeah. Here we have the iconic shot of Freddy's face coming through the plastic spandex wall, which is really yeah. great, really creepy, yeah, nice practical effect. Yeah, and it looks. I mean, it looks really, really very scary. The it remake kind of looks like the cover of *Season of the Witch*. Yeah, it actually kind of does. The remake, oh, they botched that so bad with the terrible CGI. That
1: ain't the only thing
0: that botched that movie.
1: <laughs> no. And I think what also hurt the movie is, you know what? He was a pedo in the remake,
0: right? Well, he was a, he was a pedophile in the original, and then like they kind of whitewashed it toward the later movies. They always just said child killer. You know what I mean?
1: Well, but in the new one, he was He was innocent, wasn't he? I, I, they, that's why he wanted revenge, because they burned him alive, because he was innocent? No,
0: nah, it was like for the first three fourths of the movie, that's what they made you think. And then at the end, like when Nancy, quote unquote, Nancy. Oh, know yeah, really... he found his, like, pedophile yeah. cave. Yeah, and then he's like, yeah, Nancy, you're my favorite to play with. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, like, I liked him as Rorschach, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Come on, you, you know, everybody says what a great actor you are, what? You can't fucking come up with another voice? Exactly. <laughs> didn't, he, didn't Jackie Earle Haley make a movie where he was like a pedo and he cut off his dick or something like that? Yeah, little, that little children.
0: It. It's actually a really good movie because it's 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 very serious and dark, but it's very strange and quirky.
1: Because the other movie everybody told me was so good was that Hard Candy, and that was fucking garbage. Was so yeah, I, I didn't care for that
0: at all. I'll be honest with you.
1: I know you would appreciate this. I, I like the lighting here, like the blue. I do too. And yeah, it looks really good.
0: Like, have you noticed new horror movies? They just make it all blacked, or where you can't see anything. I like how the '80s movies they had a lot of shadows, and that would that gave you more of an eerie feel with all the shadows and light reflecting off of things. You know what and, I mean?
1: And, and you see what else they got? A wet street.
0: <laughs> yeah, wet. <laughs> Freddy was, was out that there that for hours with the guard. That was a. Shit. I really like the stuff Freddie does in the first movie, like, his physical body isn't, like, really real, you know what I mean? Like, here, he's got the long, stretchy arms. They never really did much of that in the later movies.
1: No, he became more of, like, a caricature. Yeah. But then again, he became a... He was the bad guy, but he became the hero. I mean, he had TV shows, comic books, toys, games...
0: Yeah, that, that one shot when he was chasing her down the street, it had to be a stunt guy or something, because he was running like a little kid on Halloween. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one there, where he pops. Uh, this is yeah, a good scene here, where he, yeah. where he does the finger. He cuts off his finger, and then he bleeds like, it looks like embalming fluid or some shit. Who did the effects for this? It wasn't Savini, was it? No, it was, uh, I don't know about like all the effects, but I know the makeup was a guy named David Miller still occasionally does effects. And then in part two, a guy named Kevin Yeager took over.
1: Who did part four? That was the was that Rick? Did Rick Baker come to do
0: the fourth one? No, they could never I really afford. Really can't Rick remember. Baker. Yeah, yeah that's he, true. here we had Tina rip his the front of his face off like a piece of just turkey skin or something. I always thought that was like, like not so much that his face was getting torn off, but just how the skin ripped off so easy, you know.
1: And here's where she's you know being killed in real life. Yeah.
0: And th- that's why this series, I think, is above all the other slashers. Is like, look at this. Like, she's getting pulled up on. First, she's just in the air, cuts appearing all over. Like, this was really, I think really this sequence here is what grabbed people. And we're like, wow, this is really something different. This is something special. Like, you didn't see this in cheap movies back then, you know? Uh, this is actually, uh, and I've mentioned her, you know, a lot of times, my, my wife. Uh, this is her favorite horror
1: movie of all time. Wow, that's actually pretty cool. And when I grabbed it, you know, today, she was like, what movie are you doing? I said, Nightmare on Elm Street. She's like, don't put it away. I want to watch it again. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, she's a bit, this was her favorite. I was always a little more partial to Friday the 13th, I won't lie to you. Yeah. But this would be right after it. I mean, I would take this over like Halloween or Saw or any of that. I like Halloween a lot. But when you go back and repeat view Halloween, they, this movie holds up to this day. A lot of the Halloween movies, they they don't hold up worth the
0: fuck. Well, I think even though obviously there was a huge drop in quality in the Freddy movies after the first one, I th- at least they were still fun to watch because they had lots of good special effects. You know?
1: Yeah. There's a John Saxton.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, made a 80s slash movie. I really liked. It has, goes by a few names. I know it as. Uh, 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 fuck. I guess I don't know it by any name. It was the <laughs> yeah. one where he was on the he was on the motorcycle killing the people in Spring Break in Daytona.
0: I don't remember that
1: one. I have it. I just can't think of what name mine is. Shows you how much I really liked it, Vance. Yeah. His motorcycle also had an electric chair on the back to fry people.
0: I always thought Nancy's mom was, like, kind of scary. Like, she played that role really well of, like, the alcoholic, weird, scary mom. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now,
1: Nancy wasn't in part two, I remember.
0: She came back from no. part three. Yeah. In part three, they had her age, like, 20 years and, like, two years.
1: And she looked the same.
0: Yeah. Remember they put, you know, like, they put, like, that fake, um, uh, white streak in her hair. I remember, a uh, Lawrence Fishburne was in part three. Yeah, that's right. He played the orderly. who was, like, trying to but be it, cool with the kids, but they would still chop him up.
1: But it wasn't Lawrence Fishburne. He called him something else, like, um... Larry
0: J. Fishburne. It's like some of the different names. I think he was Larry Fishburne credited for that one.
1: I don't think he changed until Deep Cover. Yeah, then he became Lawrence. (laughs) Great, that's a great movie. Deep Cover is one of the most underrated crime movies ever made.
0: It is. It's pretty good.
1: Is that 80s or 90s?
0: I Uh, think that's 90s. I'm pretty sure that's 91. Now, fans, you shit out of luck if you want to hear about Deep Cover. 92 may 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 maybe one day we can uh once we run out of eighties movies or, or actually we'll let the fans decide when uh if they make this show a big enough success we'll we'll do a spin off where we do nineties movies as well, but that's down the we line could do that yeah but but we really need your support fans uh well I probably couldn't even shouldn't even call them fans at this point we're just starting out we need to earn. The title of fans our, our humble listeners are you know we're grateful for, to you make this shit a success
1: you know that's a shot i really like there and i really liked it uh rob zombies in house of a thousand corpses where they're watching the tv mm-hmm. and it's like a black and white footage of a, a murder and everything i think that really sets a good tone i really i yeah. really like uh i don't know why i mean it's been a hundred movies but i also always really remembered it in house of a thousand corpses which uh aesthetically is a great movie <laughs> yeah it is kind of falls apart there toward the end but uh, visually that's a that's a hell of a film I would have sex with Nancy's mom
0: well I mean I would too but she just you know it would be creepy and weird I would have sex with both of them at the same time well I I don't really see that happening I don't think they would agree to that or I would have sex with one while the other watched I don't think they'd really be down for that either or I would watch them have sex with each other. Yeah, I really don't see that one happening. You're a fucking buzzkill tonight. (laughs) I'm just being honest with you. (laughs) Here we have Nancy trying to walk back to school, which I don't understand. My best friend gets killed. I'm not forcing myself into school the next day. Well, and if I'm a cop tailing her,
1: I wouldn't be standing in front of the tree. I'd be behind it. Yeah.
0: Or I would just say... You know, your dad sent me. I'm going to walk you to school. I probably wouldn't be creeping around, (laughs) trying to scare the girl even more. You know, I I
1: was shocked when you told me. Now the more I look at Richard Ramirez's son here,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: there ain't no way he
0: passed for Italian. Yep. Nick Corey. That's a fine name he picked, though. But thankfully, after he uh, put all his drug problems behind him, he went back to his real name, of Azubu Garcia. Ah. John Saxton, I what was the fascination everybody had with this guy? Was it because he was in Enter the Dragon? No, I mean, maybe, like, after a certain point, but he was, when he was, like, very young, and I haven't seen these movies, he was in the 50s as a teen heartthrob when he was, you know, younger looking and had his hair and shit.
1: You know who, he, who I get, uh, uh, and yes, I'm a big movie guy, but I will say sometimes at a glance, I get him confused with Powers Booth for some reason.
0: Well, they both kind of have that, um, that kind of, like, wispy hair swept over from the backs of their heads, you know what I mean?
1: I have a feeling the guy probably looked like this in the 50s.
0: <laughs> yeah, I bet he did, too. Oh, I, I think Lynn Shay. Awesome. Really? Lynn Shay playing the teacher, because her husband ran New Line Cinema, or founded New Line Cinema, actually.
1: I mean, like well, is still around, isn't it? In some capacity,
0: it is, but it isn't. They fired all the all the real people who ran it for like twenty five years have long been fired. They got fired after Lord of the Rings. Um, it's kind of just like this weird subdivision of Warner Brothers Pictures. Not like nobody. Not only does nobody from the original crew work there anymore, but you can tell because they just do kind of cheaper regular movies they don't really make horror movies or anything now you know they used to like new line used to be great because they were like the kind of slight you know the freddy movies made of money they're like the slightly bigger budgeted but still pretty sleazy you know movie studio that was like kind of like new world pictures but better you know
1: because I remember in the, the 80s and about to the mid-90s, they were they had a lot of shit they put out.
0: Made a lot of money off the Chris Tucker movies, the Rush Hour movies. Made some money off the, the early Paul Thomas Anderson movies like Boogie Nights, Magnolia. Blade was a big money maker. For yeah, them. Blade. They, the, the people who ran it, uh, the guy named Mike DeLuca, who's a movie producer elsewhere, and I think Bob Shea is retired now. But the people who ran it, they really... Like they weren't trying to reinvent the wheel or do Shakespeare, but they they made pretty good, competent popcorn f- movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then some fucking dickheads from AOL bought Time Warner and then said New Line Cinema. Oh, fire all those guys! Oh, they hey, those those dickheads also killed WCW. Yeah, the same dickheads do. They killed New Line and WCW, the two things that I love from my childhood. So fuck you, AOL fuckfaces. Look at those nice perky boobs on Heather Camp. Yeah. you got to admit, this, this is a, creepy seeing her friend's body bag draw. Like, it just looks like it's invisible. Those are good effects. They didn't have CGI to green screen it out or anything. They were just really pulling that shit on wires and, you know, trying to I hide pre- the wires. It, when it comes to a horror movie, I prefer practical effects. I do, too. And uh, I don't understand why everybody goes for CGI now. I thought this girl was scary, too. The hall monitor with the Freddy sweater.
1: Freddy sweater, I had a yeah. Freddy sweater,
0: yeah, I had, I had
1: one shirt. everybody had Freddie memorabilia of some sort yeah.
0: had both the different gloves they saw, obviously that's really Freddy in disguise.
1: that's a good see. I like how every time you notice in the dreams when they they run in slow moan there's always like like the outside like there's leaves, there's a lot of wind blowing, yeah, this movie just has a great look to it. It doesn't have that like that drive in look. it just yeah. has, like a. Like a midnight movie. Just a dark, shadowy, creepy look. Good lighting.
0: Yeah, I gotta say the lighting really comes off looking nice on this blue. Yeah, now a horror movie is either, like you said, pitch black or it's bright. Yeah. Or turned all gray. Like there's that new horror movie out the Gallows filmed all in red lighting. I don't get that. Isn't that a found footage movie? Yeah.
1: Man, that that thing that they they're, they're running that gimmick into the ground that that's so over does anybody watch that shit anymore
0: a, a little bit the the box office going down but they make this movie for usually under a million dollars and then they gross 30 or 40 million like oh, i that's true i saw that movie unfriended a couple months ago i didn't even really know what it was about that was just a cheap horror movie It's actually people chatting over Skype getting killed one by one by a ghost over Skype. That's how horrible it's become.
1: I watched that Megan is Missing, and that was all, like, from webcams and cell phone cameras. It was clever, though. I didn't hate it.
0: Do you find this weird in this one? Like, Freddy's really not even burned up. Like, he opens up his chest to cut open, and he wasn't even burned.
1: Mm Mm-mm well i mean the guys you know by the time he started getting really burned he'd been killed in multiple movies so he's getting fucked up pretty he gets freddy gets his ass whooped at the end of this movie yeah
0: i'm guessing in this one they're really playing more with the thing of like it's not realistic of how he got burned up it just kind of freddy just looks the way he wants to look you know
1: yeah he, You know, Robert Englund, with, without the makeup, is the least intimidating guy you'll ever yeah. meet. I mean, he looks like a fucking doof. But not only has he played this part to perfection, but all these years later, he still charges $75 for
0: an autograph. Exactly. And if you want a picture, that's another 100 <laughs> which, which, which Which, by the way, why would you want a picture? With, I'm sorry. Why would you want a picture with Robert England? It's not like you really met the guy or got to talk to him. You just, you know.
1: Yeah, it's not like he's going to be in full makeup or anything.
0: Yeah, like the... Uh, yeah, the... Well, he did do it one time, and then that was like 400 bucks or 500 bucks to take his That's picture with. Ridiculous.
1: Yeah. So there she woke herself up, and she's burned, so you can... I think you see her burn in, uh... You know, here in real... yeah. ...time. Of course, it's to we, the nerdy brother that sits in front of her there.
0: Yeah, no, that guy... Some of, these, some of these kids sitting in the classroom, they look way too old to be in high school. Oh,
1: The brother that sits in front of her. He looks like he should be, I don't know, 50. Yeah. And who was
0: rocking still
1: full afro in 1984? Yeah, he should have... Well, the flat top wasn't out yet then. At least a jerry curl,
0: right? A jerry curl?
1: I would think. Yeah. I went to Catholic school when I was a kid. I didn't see too many brothers until I hit uh, junior (laughs) high at high school.
0: Yeah, I gotta say, this movie... Like, like, it, it really and the dvd too looks good but like i like that it i mean they were just shooting it like a normal movie just like okay this is what it looks like out on the street but compared to how ugly and fake colored movies are now it's actually pretty to look at
1: well yeah because you can see you know like there's it's not sunset but it kind of has that eerie look about it even though it's the middle of the day and it's kind of the house isn't that everything's out of focus back there yeah
0: I gotta say that's one thing, especially with certain types of movies like horror movies. Uh, The transition from film to digital really hurt horror movies. The the digital look is not nearly as atmospheric, I don't think.
1: This, you know, because it's been a while since I've, you know, really paid attention or even watched this disc. Um, Because I'm watching just the DVD. This is a very, very clean uh, transfer. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's better than some of the transfers that you see now and on. It's better than a couple of the, like, I bought the Dead Heat Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. This DVD looks better than the Blue- the Dead Heat Blu-ray. Yeah. That's a bad Blu-ray fan. If you can get the Anchor Bay at Dead Heat, I
0: recommend that. That Blu-ray might be, there's a reason it's a $7 Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah. yeah, based on what you told me, I am want to stick with the DVD, I think. Good movie, though. That's a, that's oh, honest. great movie. That's an 80s movie. I guarantee you we'll be covering it on this show. I enjoy it tremendously.
1: Too bad Deep Rising is 90s, because that's a good one too. Late 90s at that.
0: Yeah. I always like this scene here of uh, uh, Nancy and Rod laying here trying to figure out in jail, like, what happened. Like, I don't know. I just thought, like, compared to, like, the acting you see in horror movies now, like, it actually seems like these are two high school friends being, like... You know, hey, there's something weird going on, and nobody believes us, and we got to figure it out. It's a good piece of acting. Yeah. Well, that's
1: surprising. They have good actors and actresses in this.
0: Yeah. I mean, even Johnny Depp. This is his first movie, and I mean, his, his his role is relatively small. But I mean, he to me, like, I don't know, like when I see young people in movies now, they're very annoying. Like the way they act, they're not very believable, and they just like like you wonder they look what the same. Yeah, they all look the same. Like, you wonder why these people are even becoming actors now.
1: You know, the the 80s slasher movie that I liked is a Cutting Class featuring uh, Brad Pitt.
0: I'm so glad you said that, because believe it or not, I just got that DVD three weeks ago.
1: You know, and, and that movie is proof that Brad Pitt took acting lessons, because his exactly. acting in that movie is
0: abysmal. <laughs> yeah, great great soundtrack from... Um... Oh, I'm blanking on the name right now. The guys who did uh, Mexican Radio, Wall of Voodoo. That's a good movie. I mean, the movie gets really
1: corny in spots. Yeah. But it's a I like film. it. I, liked, I, haven't, I, I watched it just a few months back. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I saw it when I was a kid, I watched it. It was on that one of the cable channels. I have the disc somewhere because I know the disc is real big. Brad Pitt in Cutting Class. Yeah, There's yeah. an iconic scene of the clock coming up between your legs. Yeah.
0: Which I gotta say, it's it's somewhat erotic and scary at the same time. I think Wes Craven, mm-hmm. being a former college professor, he intellectually, he knew those things to do, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he was probably, you know, considering Wes Craven had a whole career of making pornos that nobody knows about, he probably was jerking off to this too. Is that true, though? Oh yeah, I've, I've seen the clips. When he direct he directed a mother named Abe Snake, though, because he thought if he called himself Abe Snake, you he, he would never find out he did pornos.
1: And in the world of the internet, none of that's uh, secret.
0: Yeah, yeah you got to
1: eat, you know, especially
0: you're, when you're filming cameos in them. But he was trying to do pornos with a story, and I think that's where he went wrong.
1: Well, I think that's
0: the only I can't watch an adult movie if it doesn't have a story. Yeah. I think this this has got to be a body double. I always thought that whoever this girl is that gets pulled underneath, she's got a great rack. And it looks like the water's really cold. It looks like her uh, breasts are she's getting like, really hard.
1: Yeah. That's an awesome uh, seashell pillow she has. I'll flat out say that. I have a, a pillow when I take a bath that I will rest my head on. But that's a seashell one. That's pretty sweet.
0: I know. I remember when I was a kid, they all were seashell pillows.
1: I have a seashell toilet seat in my uh, bathroom. Wow. Don't know why I shared that with you fans, but yes, my bathroom that I redid—the
0: uh, toilet seat is a big seashell. So. I'm still thinking about cutting class right now. We got to do that one soon.
1: That's a good movie. I mean, yeah, it's a, a lot movie. of
0: good. Movies. I like. Like it was out of print. I had a I had a haggle with the guy on eBay. He wanted twenty eight dollars for it. Like, the, oh, you
1: should have went to Amazon. That's like four or five bucks. That thing's been released by thirty companies. By no, now.
0: it's out of print, cousin. I believe me. I tried. I looked everywhere. I haggled them down to fourteen dollars. And I'm like, four, fourteen dollars is a little too much to pay for a bare bones DVD. But in all honesty, I love that movie. I want to own that movie, and I know I'll end up watching it. Probably a dozen times before I die, you know what I mean?
1: If I told you I didn't buy some of them archive releases that suck ass for 25 bucks, I paid like 25 bucks for Under the Rainbow.
0: Damn. Here we get Nancy watching some horror movie. I think it's Evil Dead, right?
1: You you missed her when she took the bottle of Stay Awake, which was the 80s version of Stimu Crank.
0: Yeah, I, I always wondered cuz it had such a cheesy label on it. Was that was that a real brand or a real thing? I don't in? know.
1: I'm, I'm assuming it was like some version of what people take back then white cross trucker pills.
0: Yeah, I remember they actually had caffeine pills like if if you yeah. didn't have the time to like down a whole pot of coffee you just would take these caffeine pills.
1: Remember Elizabeth Berkeley became addicted to them and said yep. the
0: bell. Yeah. <laughs> Sally that's, that's a nice house. Yeah. By the way, it's a <coughs> Excuse me The Freddy house It got in disrepair over the years It got real shitty looking And then I seen a video where some girl who like owned it Let the people come in I think it just went up for sale again about six months ago I, ho- I hope that's one of them houses You know cause like the Myers house from Halloween They changed it and moved it down the street I hope the Freddy house never gets tore down Isn't the Martin house I hate the movie Martin But isn't that house up for sale
1: like a lot <laughs> You mean the jo- the George Romero Martin one yeah, I don't like that movie, but I remember the house being for sale. They had a guest house and everything. It was a fairly decent price,
0: I think, they wanted it for yeah, it. Yeah, because it was old. Never, I think they had a fire there a couple of years ago. If not the if not the Martin house, it was one of the other houses that was in the movie. Because, cause you know, there's some there's some podcasts out there that really focus on Romero rocking mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah. <laughs> and they were there talking about that.
1: Here's a, I'm I'm going to tell you, that hair every time i see this motherfucker he might be
0: a great actor but i'm jealous of his hair i'm jealous of his hair too i always had straight hair like i had like a little spiky cut in the 80s when i was a kid but i mean i i had like straight soft hair i didn't have that rough i never had that roughly hair like how how would you get your hair because it don't look like it's got gel or nothing in it how would you get your hair like that that feathered
1: up hair doing a lot of spray really yeah because I used to do my hair like vanilla ice, and I used to have to mousse it, spray it, free spray it, comb it, let it dry, then spray
0: it again and blow dry it. But, I mean, this isn't even like a crazy up and down. Is this just what happens when you have curly hair or something? And you just... I think so. He just has that big mane
1: of hair. Even at 21 Jump Street, he had that mop. Yeah. Now, 21 Jump Street was, that was 80s. Oh, yeah. Was it? So, yeah, yeah, it started in 87. Family.
0: We should do the pilot episode of 21 Jump Street. Yeah, where he's a street cop, and then they have to draft him into the Jump Street. Then they got to teenage him up. Yeah. I would not, considering 21 Jump Street is my favorite TV show ever, I would not be opposed to just, for fun, as a bonus episode, doing episodes of it here and there. Oh, I have the
1: whole series, Anchor Bay. Mm Mm-hmm. This is a good shot, too, because the the way it's fogged and everything here in the dark. She's just wearing some frumpy-ass pajamas.
0: I know. And what what I like about this, too, especially the first movie, is I like these scenes where she just walked around her normal neighborhood, but you can tell it's the dream version because there's something just eerie about it.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. You know, my wife has a pair of pajamas in that vein. I hate them. They're going to disappear one day.
0: It almost... Don't the these pajamas, don't they almost look like a nurse's outf- outfit or mm-hmm. something?
1: They do look like scrubs.
0: Yeah.
1: Nurses in real life fans mm. do not look like they do in candy stripers. No.
0: No, I, I have to agree. That was one of the biggest disappointments I've ever seen, what real nurses look like. Mm-hmm. They're scary. Yeah. Nurse Ratchet is a very accurate
1: portrayal. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. You know, that's a that's a pretty good movie there one flew over to Cuckoo's Nest. But that's seventies I do believe.
0: Yes it is. I've never actually watched that movie all the way through.
1: It's a good movie.
0: Yeah, I need you see it.
1: Jack Nicholson though I still say is a very overrated actor. He can play one part and he's played that part since he started.
0: I don't even know about that as much as I think he did a lot of movies where he sleptwalk, you know. Oh yeah,
1: I I can't remember the last time I saw him act. Yeah. Um, he was pretty good in that shitty Batman movie
0: <laughs>
1: See now look at She has got an awesome ass But she's wearing those frumped up pajamas So you can't yeah. really tell I, She's I, just cute
0: I like how she went from being in the, the back alley Behind her house to looking through a broken Window and then seeing the police station Across the street That was really cool and dreamlike
1: Freddy Krueger, you know, it's almost all shadow shots. You're not getting, like, full shots of him in any of these scenes yet.
0: Yeah, at the most you see half of his face or something. See, that that was a great optical effect where he walks through the bars.
1: You know, I even like the uh, other Freddy Krueger remake called Shocker.
0: Yeah, I do too. Old Wes Craven was going back to the well. Shocker is, uh, I think September 8th or something like that. Coming out on blue. I'm going to have to snatch it up. Is it Scream Factory? Yes, it is. Yeah,
1: their stuff's been kind of fugazi lately. They're not putting a lot of effort
0: into them. I th- I, Scream Factory, I'm all down. See, this was always a great nasty shot of, the, of her friend Tina and the body bag. With all the, I couldn't even tell what they were. The snakes. Centipedes? Yeah, but they, was, they were huge, though. There had to be some snakes in there. Come oozing out of the body bag. That's so creepy and scary. Oh, here comes Freddy on his uh, first attack. Speaking of screen factor, I'll wait till the action dies down a little bit, but I, I got some screen factor stuff to talk about right here.
1: Freddy's a very clumsy serial killer too. And the one thing I give him credit for, he actually chases after you ass. He don't do that methodical no.
0: walk. But what I like about this one, the first Nightmare movie. Oh, here, here, here we have the quicksand steps. What I like about Freddy in this movie is he intentionally doesn't catch you because he wants to just, like, scare you. Like, he's really more about scaring them than he is killing them in this one.
1: I just don't get why he could phase through bars, yet he has to try to bust in a door and pick the lock.
0: Well, see, that, but he's not really trying, though. You see, like, he's just toying with her, you know, making her think she's getting away, thinking she has a chance. He could kill these kids right away, I think. Oh, yeah. Johnny Depp,
1: the worst fucking uh gotta watch your back ever his punk ass fell asleep with all
0: the fumes from the hairspray in his hair put him to sleep <laughs> yeah. that
1: was a great shot of him jumping through the
0: door mirror yeah that was really iconic and like like we said before you know we're not just old men reminiscing about 30 years ago there's a reason why we like these 80s movies so much they were better than what comes out now oh yeah
1: i mean that's a feather pillow yeah. That's old school. Now it's that microfiber shit, <laughs> sleep phone By the way, I by the way I have a memory foam pillow, just so you know. <laughs> Here's where she figures out that you can bring people from dreams into reality. Yeah, because she she
0: brings back Freddie's hat.
1: Now, real quick, what's your Screen Factory news, cousin? Okay, uh, that they're finally going to start selling movies at a reasonable price.
0: <laughs> well, they got the summer of fear going on, and I I got my shipment today of my fifteen dollars a piece movies. I got Supernova right here, which was a good pretty movie. pretty good '90s movie, so we won't be covering mm-hmm. that. But I got Toby Hooper's Invader from Mars Blu-ray. I'm actually never re- seen it. To this day, really, it's really fun. It's really fun. It's more of a kids' movie, I'd say. You know how, for a while there, um in the eighties, they were making horror and science fiction movies that were like yeah. starring kids. It's like that. It's pretty good. And then I got—I've never actually never seen this one, but without warning, it's supposed to be the movie that Predator ripped off.
1: Yeah, I, have, I think the last Scream Factory movie, it's been a little while, uh, the last horror movie I think I bought from them was uh,
0: might have been Prison. Oh, I, Prison was actually my first Scream Factory one I bought. Very good movie. We'd have to cover this that. A good one. That's a nice, now that is a nice Blu-ray
1: transfer. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it actually is. Here we have Nancy and Johnny Depp running to the cops to try to tell their dad, you know.
1: Which pre- makes no sense. Why would they
0: run in there? Johnny Depp clearly in opening scene had a car exactly meanwhile with this going on the sheets are coming alive to choke their friend Rod in his jail cell and while everybody's choking their chickens in the front desk all all the like they just don't want to believe you know what I mean like oh no that's just blah, blah, blah. that's hogwash blah, blah. meanwhile all you had to do is walk back there and you would see this guy was getting strangled by a fucking <laughs> but
1: you know shouldn't there be like a security camera back there to make sure the guy doesn't escape exactly
0: because that doesn't look like a real impenetrable jail cell.
1: No. I mean, is any jail cell impenetrable in the movies?
0: Not really. There's always a way you could pick your way out of it.
1: You notice every time there's a kill to it's not like slow motion, but it's very methodical, kind of a slow.
0: Yeah. It's just to keep, keep you edge of your seat tension. Now Saxon decides he wants to go back there, but of course he's going to... They lost the keys now. It's gonna take an extra minute or two while he's getting strangled back there for them to find the keys. It's like, what if there's a fire or something, and you gotta get your prisoners out of? they just all gonna burn up because you ain't got the
1: keys. Yeah, I mean, fuck them people, They're criminals.
0: But they're guilty before until proven innocent, cousin. Just like this yeah, guy, yeah. it was it was he's paying the price for Freddie's crimes. Yeah, but if, if it, it,
1: let's be honest, if you were being framed by the boogeyman, I don't think that's gonna hold up in court.
0: <laughs> That'd be a great defense, though, don't you think?
1: Well, what's stupid is is that they killed him. Is Freddie killed him? Yet he still goes committing murders. He had the perfect patsy in the clink right there.
0: Yeah, Freddie, that's the true.
1: Thinking man serial killer fans. If
0: Freddie was smart, he would have undone the jail cell so he could escape and then blame him for more crimes later. <laughs>
1: Well, what made no sense? This guy was hanging by a bedsheet sheet for all eight seconds and he died. What the fuck kind of bed sheets are in there?
0: Exactly. Also, cousin Screen Factory, when they do sales, like when they did the, was it the Halloween sale? I got a big sticker of magnets, a uh, big sheet of magnets with the horror movies on the cover. This time, this is the Summer Fear, Summer Six Pack every week. I got a free order of Co- Screen Factory coasters here. Do you think I should actually open these up on air and read off what movies are on the coasters? We yeah, let them? You, could,
1: <laughs> you we, could be opening valuable collector item there.
0: Oh, that's okay. I want to use these. I don't put my drinks on these. I want to actually let the fans hear me see what coasters I got. I'm opening the pack now.
1: Did you buy that Escape from New York Blu-ray?
0: No, I didn't. Wait, wait! I have here's... the big collector set, and it's all the exact
1: yeah. same features. So I got to, yeah. I got to hear that's going to have to be very immaculate for me to want to rebuy it.
0: Like they did have the Mad Max version, or I think on sale for like ten bucks recently. So if the Escape from New York one goes on sale for ten bucks, I'm not a
1: huge fan of Mad Max. I think I've covered that before. I, Mad Max is my favorite of those, but even that,
0: I'm giving it maybe a two out of five stars. Alright fans, And if you don't know Screen Factory they always do the reversible cover with the um, you know, they do some new artwork and you can have that or you can reverse it and do the, the new artwork Okay, the first coaster up on one side I like this cover, I actually bought this movie because of the cover, but I like the movie too but on the first side of the, the coaster we have Terror Train which actually I think is one of their better covers
1: That's, that's a pretty good one. I've got the Anchor Bay DVD of that
0: and on the flip side of that coaster is actually the, the new artwork for the cover of Class of 1984.
1: Now, did you buy that Blu-ray?
0: Yeah, I have it.
1: Is it pretty good looking there? Because I have that. That's another one. I got the Anchor Bay Collector set, and it's the same special features. Keep your DVD. <laughs> that's kind of what I thought. <laughs> Don't I didn't really plan on rebuying it. And,
0: and by the way, I'm, I'm a guy who, you know, I love rebuying well Actually, that one I I, I got as a gift, so it didn't matter. But I did want it on Blu-ray anyway. But I, I got the version that was signed by the writer of the film, Tom Holland. Um, the next um, coaster here on the first side, also good artwork. We have the uh, the cover of The Burning, one of my favorite movies from the 80s.
1: I've got that on DVD. Oh, fans, i got to tell you real quick, I made a mistake. She did not grab Freddy's hat. She's about to grab it here.
0: Yeah, at the, at the Sleep Institute where they do the test. With a nurse that's clearly not a nurse because she's hot. Yeah, exactly. And on the flip side of that coaster of the Bernie, we have Sleepaway Camp.
1: Sleepaway Camp is, is probably, it's a really horrible movie, but that last 20 second ending is enough to make it something you need to watch.
0: I bought that Scream Factory Blue uh, last Halloween, still in the shrink wrap. I gotta get to
1: it. I have the box set with the, looks like it's a fucking, what do you call it? Lunch First aid kit. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Alright, the next coaster has the new artwork for people under the stairs and i gotta say this is pretty weak artwork i mean it's a good drawing but just i don't know it's it doesn't pop like the other ones i'm not a big fan of that movie and on the back side of it they doubled down on some Wes craven they got the the cover that they did which actually is a really cool fucking cover of uh rainbow and the serpent It's a good movie. Yeah, this is really beautiful artwork. It's got the skeleton with the snake coming out. And there's like a graveyard with a, a voodoo guy dancing and a cheetah. It's really cool. The next coaster, the front side of it is Nightbreed because they put out the extended cut of Nightbreed. Now, now did you buy that big
1: three-hour version of Nightbreed?
0: I didn't buy it, and let me tell you why I didn't buy it. A, it was $40, and B, they have the extended version on Netflix streaming now. So I'm going, I'm going to see if I like because I have the DVD of the theatrical cut. And yeah, w- I have that. And while that movie, you can tell, is poorly edited, I want to make sure that I actually like the director's cut before I buy it.
1: Well, you know, sometimes what people don't realize is Edits are done for a reason.
0: Yeah, well, that it's one
1: is to save time.
0: Yeah, that one was to save time. I, mean, I don't blame Clyde Barker for wanting to go back, you know. And on the flip side of that, night free one is the Escape from New York artwork, which is pretty decent artwork. I don't mind it. Mm. The last coaster is just a plain Scream Factory coaster. So if you're thinking about getting the Summer Sale or uh, what is it, Summer of Fear Sale, or, to get the free coasters, that's what you're going to get, fans.
1: See, for a while, I was buying their shit when they were putting out like just maybe one a month, one every yeah. other month. Then all of a sudden, they start putting out like thirty a week, and it just got too much.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, the thing that I like about their shit though is their shit doesn't go out of print really fast, so you can have time. Like I wait they, around for the sale. Print at all? I think they have to eventually because they're licensed. You can't keep something licensed in print forever unless you keep paying for the license. Like what I heard. I heard Universal's movies. putting out a new Halloween three disc, so I think the, some of their licenses are coming up finally.
1: It's my bitch with the Scream Factory though. some it's, it's lazy. Like I got that Prince of Darkness and I got the uh, They Live, mm-hmm. and I would have rebought They Live anyway because it's one of my favorite films. You know, and it's a night nice, yeah, that's a good looking Blu-ray. Both are yeah. good looking Blu-rays. They're the exact same special features that are on the Region Two DVDs right. that are a
0: fraction of the cost. But screen screen factory new no. yeah I actually have the Re- I, I have the region two DVDs and the region one DVD of They Live, and I have the region two of Prince of Darkness. I'm I like those movies, but I'm not. And I have the blue of um, They Live, but just because my dad got John Carpenter to sign it for me at a horror convention. But yeah, like I don't know. I'm the, like I love those Carpenter movies a lot, and I would like them on Blu-ray. But like yeah, like you said like it's hard for me to buy shit when you put the exact same features like just put one new thing on there and you got me
1: <laughs> uh phantasm 2 that's the exact same thing that i have in my reason 2 spear set only yep. the difference is my spear set has you know the movie's fully there it's not the movie and then here's our other scenes at the end on a special feature yeah
0: yeah i have the spear so set that, too. That's,
1: that's real lazy to me you know that class of 1984 it's the same shit Is Nancy drinking her coffee?
0: Yeah, Nancy came back from the sleep clinic where they gave her a shot to make her go to sleep. She briefly grabbed Freddie's hat out of the dream man. She's got her her kind of skunk streak hair going here, which I actually think she looks hot with the skunk streak. To be honest with you,
1: oh yeah, she looks good. Um, I think if they ever try to reboot Freddie, which is inevitable, let's get the rock in there. It's Freddie, or yeah, is Nancy as as Freddie? The one-liners would be funnier.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I've got to be honest with you. I, I've seen The Rock's latest masterpiece. I'm not really on this bandwagon that you are of casting The Rock in everything just because he's you know, The Rock. You know, I, I don't care
1: about San Andreas for the simple fact of uh, I don't like disaster movies. They're all corny in a bad way. They're all very okay. boring. The the neat scenes are in the commercials. That yeah. And unless The Rock is actually physically beating up an earthquake, I just don't care.
0: Well, I'm a fan. I'm actually a fan. I ain't afraid to say this because it's the truth, and I don't think the listeners should be lied to. I'm, I'm actually a fan of giant breasts, and San Andreas features lots of that. It actually, actually, San Andreas features giant breasts bouncing up and down. Actually, a lot more screen time wise than uh, it does The Rock. So,
1: <laughs> yes, I heard The Rock does not have the hugest part in it.
0: No, he doesn't. He's you know he's an important character throughout the movie, but he's not on you know on screen a whole lot. Here's where
1: you're going to learn Freddy Krueger's origin, I do believe.
0: Yeah, the drunk mom is finally drunk enough to tell Nancy the truth, and I feel like the mom knows that it's really Freddy coming back, but she's just in drunken denial at this point.
1: Well, I'd be drinking too if I burned a man to death. Well, then again, though, if he was a killer, I'd feel good about myself.
0: Especially if he killed one of your friends' kids or something, I wouldn't. Yeah, I don't know if I had it
1: coming. Yeah,
0: I wouldn't care too much about it.
1: Mm-mm. You know, if you want to learn more about that, you can watch the pilot episode "No More Mister Nice Guy" of uh, Freddy's Nightmares.
0: Where, where can they con, where can they get get a hold of a copy of that, Corey? Would that be a reputable vendor? No,
1: no. They they the um, Fearnet. I don't even know if that channel's around anymore. No, they Chiller, went out of business. Chiller, I think it was the Chiller Channel. That was it. They. Uh,
0: yeah, that's where they, I um, most recently watched Freddy's Nightmares.
1: Yeah, and boy let me tell you I loved them as a kid and I was so excited I DVR'd them I couldn't wait to watch them boy those things stink
0: (laughs) and you know what's really harsh by the way on the Blu-ray this is a very pretty scene and it kind of tips them off that they're not in Ohio that they're standing under a giant palm tree but anyway hell yeah yeah. what stinks about Freddy's Nightmares more than anything is they shot those episodes mostly on video and they look awful now
1: and they're just it. Tales from the Crypt granted that was HBO that was a big budget much bigger budget still, still awesome to this day Freddy's Nightmares Monsters Monsters was always shit all those anthology shows Syndicated thought they are Tales from the Dark poop. Side yeah I, they I I,
0: I kind of like it, it. it's hit or miss I'm not going to lie it's hit or miss but I'd say about 50% of the Tales from the Dark Side episodes are pretty good I think
1: I don't like the Twilight Zone I'll be honest with you <laughs>
0: The old original one or the boot yeah.
1: reboot? You take your pick. I don't, I'm not a fan of either.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's certain episodes that I like.
1: Outer Limits is kind of unique, the way it had the sci-fi twist to them all, but even that, that it's just not my thing. Yeah. Look at them boobs. Yeah, they're, they're, they're actually nice
0: shockingly big there. I never realized they were that big.
1: Who the fuck, now I'm sorry, even in the modern era of crime, who the fuck would bar up their house? That's just the dumbest thing you could do. What if there's a fire and you got to get out a window? You're just ass-fucked.
0: Well, that's exactly what happens at the end, right?
1: Pretty much, yeah.
0: But she put on the, the she put the mom, the drunk mom put on the bars to uh, keep Nancy in, unfortunately.
1: And she took down her trellis.
0: Yeah, which, wh- why take down a trellis once the bars are up? Here's
1: my other thing though. If the woman is always drunk, odds are she's going to be passed out in the evening or gone to a bar. Why yeah. not just sneak out the front door?
0: That's very true. I I, I can't tell, but uh, sometimes people would do that weird thing where they would put a, uh, like a key lock on the outside too. I remember a uh a friend when I was in high school, their house they had the weird two way locks so you could actually lock people in the house too. I thought that was strange. That's also kind of creepy. Yeah, I don't know what like what happened there.
1: Now here's what I don't get. Now the mom is she's finally out she's coming clean. Yeah. Why would you keep this evidence in your house?
0: Yeah, she's got Freddie's glove in the boiler, but what, what that begs the question like it never really says exactly where they live other than it's springfield or springwood or whatever it's called but like does it never get cold there because eventually wouldn't you have to like light up the fire in that furnace yeah
1: you're you're gonna have well maybe you know i mean it is metal that would probably melt
0: well no the yeah well yeah the metal but But also the the leather glove yeah it'll burn up
1: Maybe that's why it was so tattered in the beginning. It was after getting burned all those winter months.
0: <laughs> I don't think so, because he like, showed him making it like that.
1: Well, now, her husband at the time, because they're divorced, you know, he yeah. was the chief of police. Yeah. He couldn't have just thrown that in the evidence box somewhere or planted it? In.
0: Yeah, you think that was something you wouldn't
1: want to keep. I mean, that's a schmuck cop if I ever saw it. He's a drunk, too, though.
0: Yeah, he is a drunk. He's really bad drunk in part three, even more.
1: What kind of miserable kid is this? Drive both the parents to drink.
0: Yeah, I, li- I like that the mom took the vodka bottle down into the uh, basement to explain the Freddy Krueger glove story while she's s- smoking a menthol cigarette.
1: People don't smoke in movies in the 80s. Everybody smoked in movies in the 80s.
0: By the way, because talking about smoking in movies, I saw something that really was unsettling. I don't know why. Well, actually, I do know why. Somebody mentioned Patrick Swayze on a podcast, and it got me on the Swayze train. I heard a little excerpt of the song he sang, She's Like the Wind. So I looked it up on YouTube. I was like, it's a pretty good song. I want to see some more Swayze. I was reading about him. He had pancreatic cancer, but apparently (laughs) doctors say if you also smoke a lot... Like, that's not going to help your other cancer. I didn't know this, but Patrick Swayze was a 60-cigarette-a-day smoker. Oh, Jesus and e- Christ. Even when three he, packs a day. Yeah, even when he was dying of his pancreatic cancer, he wouldn't stop smoking.
1: Well, I mean, at that point, why would you?
0: Yeah, but, I mean, the doctors are saying it's not good anything that is a you know a cancer agent in any part of your body. It's not going to help your cancer fight. You know what I mean? assuming that's probably how he got it then was all that smoking yeah but i, w- I watched uh, roadhouse for the first time about 20 years this week i've never it seen movie. i've never seen anyone chain smoke through a movie before and you know that because he was the star then he just was like fuck it i just i'm, I'm smoking all day anyway i'm gonna stop smoking in between takes he is smoking in every almost every scene the only scenes he's not smoking are like the really short in between scenes that are like 20 seconds and I'm sure he probably was. They just cut it out, you know. But he is smoking that entire freaking movie. And he's just... You know, even even the romantic scenes with the girl, he's, like, blowing smoke in her face. It is ridiculous. And, and, it, and it actually... I'm not kidding. It actually made me kind of bummed out to watch it and see it, knowing what happened to him. You know what I mean? It would have been cool if he would,
1: like, had the cigarette dangling from his lips when he was fighting.
0: He <laughs> pretty much was.
1: <laughs> now, I liked Roadhouse, because Roadhouse is... Now that is a horrible movie It's horribly filmed It's horribly written It's a stupid plot But it 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 hits on so many levels Of that awfulness It's just It's the worst One of the worst movies On paper ever made But man If it ain't fun Yeah Everybody likes that movie
0: And it's crazy How Swayze's a badass He almost looks anorexic He's so skinny In that movie He has no muscles he's like
1: Five foot four
0: Yeah (laughs) And he's got A crazy mullet too Yeah Who was the girl? She was hot. Kelly Lynch. She had some fresh breast implants. Yeah, she was good looking in that time period. And it had Terry Funk. It did have Terry Funk.
1: Here's probably coming up on the most iconic scene of maybe, dare I say, top five iconic scene of any horror movie. Yeah.
0: And I got something to talk about here. He's watching Miss Nude America or something he tells his mom when she comes in. And because uh, he's listening to his headphones, and then the mom says something. uh, Johnny Depp's mom said, "Well, how are you going to hear what she has to say with your listening to your music on your headphones?" And he's like, "She's nude, mom. She's nude, Miss America. It doesn't matter what she has to say." He's watching a move, uh, like a small TV, just sitting on his bed with some rabbit ears. How are you getting new- you. nudity how are you on
1: getting nudity on it? <laughs>
0: yeah, there it is. Yeah, I
1: don't, I don't get that with his big-ass headphones. Yeah.
0: This actually look. I'll give you cre- them credit because I don't feel this way when I watch movies now, but this actually does look like a believable teenager's room from that time period.
1: Yeah, because every other one was, like, always some big, huge loft, like, yeah. attic room. Yeah, he just got a normal bedroom.
0: Well, well, even, even in, like, movies now, it bothers me when they go into the kids' bedrooms. Everything just looks brand new. Like, they just bought it out of Ikea. The posters on the wall are perfect. You know what I mean? Like... They're just like bland band posters that look perfectly like, he, like you know, that when you're a kid, you just have random mishmash shit that looks ugly all over your room, you know what I mean?
1: Well, and plus your room's a pit,
0: you know, there's yeah. his jacket laying
1: on the bed, he's in his clothes.
0: There's all kinds of little books and shit all over the tables yeah. everywhere.
1: Yeah, I always hated in the movies how the kid's bedroom is like huger than my master bedroom it always <laughs> yeah. annoys me.
0: Like, like Nancy, I mean, even though they did that big fight scene with her and Freddie, there was no room in there. It's like tiny shithole of stuff everywhere.
1: Yeah, it's like a normal room. She's got to That coffee had to be gross. It's just being, what is it, being heated by her old TV?
0: <laughs> yeah, sitting on top of the TV.
1: Cold coffee
0: is it, nasty, not huh? pleasant. Yeah. I'm not talking about iced coffee, either.
1: No, I like iced coffee. Yeah, Me just too. cold coffee's gross. And you know what? This bitch got to burn, like days ago why is her arm still out wrapped up
0: oh i mean burns they, they stay real tender for weeks
1: that she's got the mr coffee Yeah, no, under her bed
0: fire hazard yeah real big fire hazard
1: coffee does not keep you awake fans it, it that, really a,
0: does it's a myth because on the weekends you know i'm tired yeah. from going to work all week on the weekends i drink energy drinks i drink sodas i still go to sleep like right afterwards they don't keep me up
1: I could drink a Red Bull
0: right now And in a half hour go to bed I've done that before I've drank entire Rockstar energy drinks Before and went and got in bed and fell right asleep
1: Yeah you, you get used to them after a while
0: Yeah Johnny Depp's got a real slobby dad Just drinking a beer out on the front porch
1: And she obviously comes from our school She's drinking some coffee there I assume she would get ready for
0: bed Yeah <laughs> Drinking coffee at 10 o'clock at night <laughs> Why not?
1: why not Starbucks is still open
0: that's my favorite Starbucks at 10 o'clock in I like having I Starbucks a for dessert a,
1: <laughs> I, I did a show with a girl that was uh, she didn't have wifi and she was at a Starbucks that was a painful painful hour and a half show I think that show ended up being like 45 minutes because people at Starbucks are loud oh yeah I kept trying to get her to tell the people next to her to shut the fuck up, but she wouldn't do it.
0: If they had some tables outside, you probably would have even been better just going outside. Uh, she tried that, too. Then I heard yeah. traffic. Oh, She should have parked her car right in front of the Starbucks and got the Wi-Fi right there.
1: Uh, she might have walked there for all. I do know. Listen was... to that show. A uh, uh, good show. Super hot chick. Filmed at a Starbucks. Awful.
0: I actually don't even know what you're talking about right now. To be honest, with you. I'm not familiar. with It was that. an
1: episode of vommy It was uh, the Natural Born Killer episode.
0: Okay, I'll have to look that up. Hey, you better
1: download it. Vommy no longer exists, so <laughs> yeah. that feed was destroyed. Oh. It's collector's item now. I'm
0: sure it's, it's out, out of print. Torrents are out of
1: print. Now, why did her mom have a bottle of hooch hid in the hallway closet? That's her house. She can keep that. That that booze whatever she wants
0: she, yeah she must be keeping that vodka company in, in business because it's always the exact same bottle hidden all over the house
1: What she got I was going to say did she, she buy got? a case
0: like, there's, there's
1: one in the lamp there's one in the fridge there's one in the freezer
0: like, like look at Johnny Depp's parents house here like you just I mean, it don't look like a shithole. Like, it looks like a house you'd be fine growing up in, but I like that it doesn't look like a movie house. It doesn't look like some fucking fake. You know what I mean? Like, that's why I like about 80s movies. Like, they're keeping it real, you know, because they had the lower budgets. Like, yeah, they spent less money, but it it came with a more authentic product, you know?
1: Another thing you do is look at his parents and easily put two and two together that he was adopted.
0: Exactly. Because <laughs> they're two of the ugliest movie parents you've ever seen. She had a phone. Her phone there's exactly like the phone
1: I had back in the
0: uh, '80s. Really? Did you have it in your room like that? Because both her I and John did. Yes, a... I did. Wow, you're lucky. I, I didn't have a. I think maybe I didn't have, I... My, own, I didn't
1: have my own line though. Right. You know,
0: so. Oh, she picks it up. Freddie's talking to her. She yanks it out of the wall. Another classic. You know, thing here coming up.
1: So her coffee didn't work.
0: Yeah. Clearly, she's asleep. and Freddy's calling her on the phone,
1: well, Johnny Depp never, you know, woke her up, or she never woke him up. Yeah, the wake-up call didn't work. They're both useless. They are. This That's l- why he had to get shipped to undercover. He is a horrible cop. He couldn't do a stakeout.
0: <laughs> he got <to> falling asleep. <laughs> he had to go to Jump Street. Here we go with the phone ringing that's clearly un you know, unconnected to the wall. Nancy, I'm your boyfriend now. And then pan, yeah, that's a great scene. Pan down to Freddie's tongue. tongue his his mouth is actually the end of the phone and the tongue comes out and licks your chin. Yeah,
1: this is this is the way it's filmed and lit and, and... You know, the way it looks, it's actually, it is, it's a creepy, it's still a creepy
0: movie. It's creepy because they make it dreamlike and scary, but they still somehow keep it, like, grounded in reality, if that makes sense. There's her lush mama. Yeah. She's disgustingly drunk at this point on the couch.
1: Well, it is, I mean, that makes more sense. If you want to go to bed, you drink that bottle of vodka, she's drink it straight out of the tip there. <laughs> yeah. Instead of Johnny Depp's mom guzzling the coffee. Exactly you know what's sad is those headphones were uncomfortable and hideous back in the 80s -hmm. they're back in style now
0: i know like the companies are just taking out the old plans for them and remaking the same old headphones
1: i don't think they're taking out plans
0: i think there's warehouses full of this shit old dusty shit they just put in a new package
1: here's probably the most
0: famous scene of the film yeah johnny depp getting sucked into the bed this is actually obviously completely redecorated but you would need a set that would, like, flip upside down. This is obviously the same one that Tina... Uh, when they filmed this scene, it actually almost killed the entire crew because what happened was the weight of all that blood rushing, they didn't realize where it was going to go. It started running off the set. It got into all the electrical cables and the lights, almost electrocuted the entire crew, almost killed, like, three or four people.
1: Now, wouldn't you think, if you were a parent and you walked in on this, that there's some supernatural shenanigans going on here?
0: Yeah well that's what I like about this movie is is people did like normal people parents they did witness the shit Freddy was doing whereas other ones seemed like nobody ever saw anything you know
1: yeah why would you bring the stretcher
0: I hope that's a that's the stretcher's made out of a good sponge to sponge all that shit up to say you need a sack or
1: something and here like I think I pointed
0: out in other shows there's the shitty ass
1: cop cars
0: yeah just the nastiest rust bucket. At least
1: these are at least painted black and white.
0: <laughs> yeah, they don't have the uh like that magnetic sticker on the side.
1: <laughs> well those cop there are a couple of cars, they only had like one little siren on them. <laughs> yeah, I know. I like he's waving at her. Hello, your friend's dead. Daddy's <laughs> here.
0: I'm gonna make it all better now.
1: There's a lot of blood.
0: It is. It's it's soaping through the uh, upstairs. It was so bloody.
1: I mean, who would you even try to pin this on? Exactly. The dad looks pretty fugazy.
0: Yeah, he knows he's in over his head.
1: And he kind of believes her, too, when she's saying it's Freddy Krueger, he's, he's back.
0: Yeah. they. I mean... It's like, okay, if you're in the parent's position, like this Frederick Krueger, you don't, you know, you know that he got burned up and all the shit, he's a kid killer, and you're, you're like, if all this supernatural shit's happening that you can't explain at all, you gotta eventually start siding with the kids, right?
1: Yeah, you, you would have to. Maybe you wouldn't make it public knowledge, but you would. Yeah. I'd be calling the Jump Street guys to go undercover in the Dream's.
0: (laughs) <laughs> too.
1: That's where the crossover You know that never happened Should have
0: That actually would have been pretty good Now that I think about it
1: You know what would have been really good hmm. Ernest meets Freddy
0: See I was always more partial to Ernest meets Pinhead Being a dream team matchup I think That could be really good I think
1: Ernest could take him
0: I think so too Cause, our, 'Cause for Pinhead to really get you, you gotta partake in some nasty pleasures of the flesh. And I don't see Ernest P. Worrell going that way. You
1: know, I'm going to tell you, Hellraiser one is a hell of a is a hell of a good movie. Hellraiser yeah. two is a really semi hard to follow, but a good movie. Yeah. The rest of those movies are to say they're unwatchable is is an understatement. They are horrible.
0: I, I, I kind of find part four interesting just because they jump around to different time periods. It was at least, at least a original idea, but you could tell that movie was way too cheap for its budget.
1: Is that the one where he's in space?
0: At the very end, he is. Like, that's the future okay. setting. But they go. I, I like. I mean, the space shit, I don't mind. It didn't bother me because he's an interdimensional being. He can be in a space station. That's not a big deal. But, um,. Like, it starts out in Victorian times and, like, you know, like, like modern day cities, too. So it's pretty much a past, present, and future movie.
1: Here's where she's gimmicking her house up with weapons.
0: Yeah, because she got a book at the library, how to booby trap her house.
1: The Anarchist Cookbook.
0: Is that what it was?
1: I don't know. It's a real book, though.
0: I think I think they showed the book in here. I think it was some kind of booby... It said something like booby traps and self-defense or something.
1: Lucky for her, she happened to have, you know, a sledgehammer and shotgun shells. And, yeah. I mean, it's good she had these
0: household items laying around. I'll be here. Ah, sledgehammer. <clears throat> Slap Freddy in the nuts when he walks this way.
1: Sledgehammer TV show. One of my favorites. That's
0: 80s. I love that show. Yeah, I loved it when I was a kid. I got
1: the Incubate DVD
0: releases. <laughs> By the way, I, I gotta break that habit. Everything from the eighties, loved it when I was a kid. Well, I couldn't have loved it as an adult in the eighties. So. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: that's uh I the I, sledgehammer's it. still funny to me.
0: Yeah. I haven't seen it in years.
1: Oh, it's worth picking up. I that might if it's out of print, i bet it's cheap.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not not like uh cutting class where you gotta haggle with some guy through the make an offer system on ebay and finally get him down to 14 bucks
1: <laughs> yeah i think you got ripped on that one i bet you i could find that for six
0: dollars well a lot of people had a seven dollar version that was some thailand shit but it wasn't the widescreen version i'm sorry i want the movie widescreen
1: oh yeah i don't blame you My wife once picked up a movie. Remember when you used to have the option of either the full screen or the widescreen? Oh,
0: that's the worst, yeah.
1: I sent her, it was the Scorpion King.
0: She bought that full screen. I sent her ass back to the Target to exchange (laughs) that bullshit. Yeah, you don't want that shit. And I wonder what all this full, because I worked at a video store in the early days of DVD and everybody, I want the full screen. What are those people doing now with their new TVs, (laughs) with those DVDs?
1: Well, I guess at least now, though. At least the bars aren't there anymore, you know? It's just formatted to fit. Yeah. But I know everybody's like, I <laughs> can't watch a movie with those dip dip bars cutting off my TV. It's like, um, dumbass, it's not cutting anything off.
0: Yeah. And not only that, but if that's really a problem, you need to get a bigger TV. Exactly. My 19-inch, I can't see nothing with these bars. bars i had a, my when i got my dvd player at first i was rocking a 20 inch sony trinitron i never had a problem
1: Mm-mm. i mean my smallest was probably 27 at the time and yeah. yeah i had no problem
0: i got a 36 inch like the next year for christmas that was awesome
1: i i do hope to soon get a nice big 80 inch that would be awesome
0: yeah, I got I got 60 inch now, and I'm, I I wanted to, I'm waiting for like the ultimate 4K to TV come out, but yeah, I went from, on HDTVs, I went from a 42 to a 60, and I really would like to jump to an 80 inch next time.
1: They're pretty expensive.
0: Yeah, they're pretty expensive, and honestly, if you look at them now, the the picture quality is not as good as it should be, but there's some improvements coming out down the line. I'm going to make TVs a lot better next two or three years.
1: I plan to get some old tube TVs Do you now? I have a tube TV in my garage
0: I have a tube TV on uh, I have my 20 inch tube TV I was just talking about It's on the floor I kind of want to hook it up to watch my laser disc on just have nostalgia Uh,
1: The tube TV is good because if you have an original Nintendo or Sega the light guns don't work on TVs without a tube in them
0: That's right So if
1: you're planning to get nostalgic and use it nowadays you're just fucked
0: Exactly here we have Nancy. You know, she put herself to sleep after setting all her booby traps. She's going down to the basement. I wonder who hung that like blanket of dogs playing pool or poker back there.
1: I don't know. That's awful close to a big furnace. Do you think that tapestry yeah. could catch fire?
0: I think it could. She looks right next to a pallet too. Yeah, and like some box springs. Of, I don't know, I'm not sure. Yeah a torture chamber down like, there. Like, look at all the look look at all this shit in this basement, Corey. Don't you think maybe they just went and filmed this in a real person's junky basement? It
1: probably. Yeah. It's an awful big basement too. She's going another flight of steps.
0: Yeah, she's going to Freddy's boiler room.
1: Or a tornado shelter. Mm-hmm.
0: I think they just this had her. place in I Ohio, think, right? Supposedly, I believe so. The palm trees. Yeah. Well, just one palm tree to be fair. Yeah. It could have been at, like, a conservatory or something.
1: Welcome to Spring Break. That's the name of the John Saxton 80s slasher movie.
0: Is it? I know he made Blood Beach and some other shit. But, no, no
1: but I... I... That is, that's that's old Pauly, too, isn't it, from Rocky? Yes, it is. Yeah, that's not that good.
0: That's about a, mon- a kind of a shark, but like it's like a Jaws on land because it's like a shark that's underwater. But it's not a shark; it's some other type of monster.
1: Yeah, it's that. What that was the the gimmick for it? I remember because it said some like because was Jaws like stay out of the water or something. I have the DVD. There's like some weird four. I like, it's like a region four DVD. It's got one of goofy captions on it.
0: Yeah, I think it's just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water, you can't get to it, or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. And
1: that movie's just, a lot of people go crazy for that. I think that movie's so-so at best.
0: Yeah, they're, I mean, they're, you know, if you're into those kind of fun, shitty 80s movies, that's fine, but there's a lot of them. There's no reason to pick one and talk about it like it's the greatest.
1: Humanoids from the Deep I really like, and I think that's just because those things are actually raping the shit out of people.
0: Yeah, it's weird that they went the, ra- the rape route with Humanoids of the Deep.
1: They was doing the Bill Cosby.
0: Yes, they were. <laughs> oh, but um, I think Nancy just walked into like a closet and then they cut and had her in a boiler room. I think that's how that effect worked. It's pretty good. I wonder
1: how, I wonder how many people were terrified of boiler rooms after this came out.
0: Probably, I know. I Actually, I don't think I've ever been in a boiler room in my life. But yeah, they, they seem like a scary, creepy place just from watching these movies, you know
1: i would think if boiler rooms had this much steam and pipe leakage that'd be really unsafe
0: then that would mean that like the boiler thing and all that was just about to blow up at any given time
1: that that's what i would get out of it
0: because it always seems like there's a lot of pressure you're ready to shoot off out of valves at any moment
1: yeah i don't uh, boiler rooms you know like it's kind of like the working man's abandoned warehouse
0: yeah now, she's in Freddy's boiler room where he obviously probably lived because his bed is in there and shit. Was he supposed to be the janitor at the school in this one? I can't remember. I don't think they
1: ever tell you. Yeah, I don't it's think they do He's a child killer.
0: Yeah. He just worked somewhere where there's a boiler room, and that's where he took him. That's all the mom said, I think.
1: He was like Groundskeeper Willie. He lived in a shack or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Well, groundskeeper
1: Willie played Freddy in the Treehouse of Horrors episode.
0: Mm-hmm. That was actually one of the few that I saw.
1: Yeah, I'm, uh, Christian's a big Simpsons fan now, so we're watching him on the, you know, FFX, which is essentially the uh, Simpsons channel.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised. Here she finds Johnny Depp's bloody headphones. I'm, I'm surprised that uh, such a young kid would actually still be into the you know, that old-ass humor.
1: Well, you know, still on. I think he, he, you can tell he kind of likes some of the newer ones as opposed to, like, seasons one, two, three, like that, so... Okay. Plus, you know, he he likes Homer. He likes the dumb guy. Yeah.
0: Remember when we were kids when it first came out? Everybody was so crazy about Bart for about the first five years.
1: Yeah, and then all at once everybody realized, hey, you know what? This other guy's funnier. And then Bart became, like, second banana.
0: Yeah. That was pretty crazy how Nancy just fell out of the sky because she jumped into a, a boiler or whatever.
1: Well, you know Maybe she's realizing, like, in the later movies, you have powers in your dream.
0: Yeah, you you can do shit and still survive, like jump out a window or do whatever.
1: You never really do get a clear shot of Freddy here, you know what I mean? Like, you never really see him full.
0: You get good glimpses, but it's usually half a face or something.
1: I'm just assuming the budget for the makeup wasn't as high back then, and that's probably yeah. a lot of hours you had to spend there to get all done up like that.
0: Yeah, I think he definitely looked better in part two, but then again, they were showing him a lot more in part two, so they paid more, you know. And, like, it seems like to me, in this one, too, the look isn't really consistent throughout the movie. I think they were playing with the idea of a guy who could change his face and appearance throughout the movie, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it really does look different now than it did at the beginning of the movie, to be honest with you.
1: And now he's just gonna, hes his punk ass is just getting fucked up
0: now. Because yeah, she pulled him into the real world. He's you know. Yes,
1: yeah, she she killed him, and obviously she stunk because this is the same way they killed him off in part six. Mm.
0: Yeah, I always thought it was weird that in all the movies they never try to like pull him into the real world. You know what I mean?
1: In Shocker, didn't they do the same thing? They pulled him out of the TV. I think so. It's yeah. been a while since I've seen that.
0: Yeah, I watched it on cable a couple of years ago. DVR. Me
1: it. too. Forgot Peter Berg uh, was the uh, leading man in that film.
0: I really like that movie because it really makes no sense. Isn't it like Peter Berg's dad is the cop? Oh, so, yeah. Fred, Freddie took the sledgehammer to the nuts.
1: He got Triple H there. Yeah, and then
0: he just tripped over the banner and fell down the steps.
1: Now, if Triple H would have hit him with that sledge, the movie would have been over.
0: Bow that's how he won every that.
1: match for, yeah. like,
0: eight years. Yeah. I'm going to split you in two, Nancy. We haven't really talked about his voice. His voice is really good, Freddy. I think that's what separates him from the other, you know, slasher killers. And the fact he talks. Yeah, that's true.
1: Because it was just at the time what, uh, Jay, uh, yeah, Jason was already long out. He was seven. Didn't Friday the 13th start in the 70s? Or was oh, it maybe 79 or 80? It, it was, was either 79 or, or 80 or when the first one came out, yeah. And then Halloween was also that was seventies I think.
0: Yeah, that started like seventy eight or something. Yeah, and those guys didn't talk. Yeah. And she's gone. And she just doused him with uh, uh, gasoline? Acid. Yeah, I thought it was supposed to be acid. Cause it was like yeah, it in some weird too. jar. Yeah, something flammable. Here, here, yeah. you, this is the only kind of weak part. You can clearly tell because it's a, a guy in a a stunt guy in a puffy kind of fire suit. Doesn't look as much like Freddy.
1: And he's not taking time to stop, drop, and roll. Yeah, well, now he sort of now, now he's care.
0: rolling down. But he, he just rolled into a, a plastic laundry basket that ain't going to help you. That's just going to burn up and melt on you.
1: He's clearly gained 30 pounds <laughs> <there>. Yes.
0: <laughs> Such was the thing with 80s stunt doubles. I mean, they wanted it to be impressive, to show it a long time, to show how long the guy was really burning, but I don't think he, he should have shown it that quite that long, you know.
1: Uh, and here's what I don't get How she lit, lit the house on fire you gotta come help me the house on fire he'd be like you have bars on your window what the fuck you want me to do
0: well that's her dad He's, you know, he'll, he'll bust that shit down
1: well you think one of them would just shoot the lock off
0: yeah I just better get back but um it's kind of interesting the story how Wes Craven came up with Freddy it was when Wes Craven was a kid he lived in an apartment building And there was, like, some old hobo man, like, walking down the street. And he he was watching him as a kid. You know, as a kid, you're curious of everything. He's watching this old hobo come down the street. And just out of nowhere, the guy just, like, looked straight up at him in the window. And he was, like, dead scared and frozen, you know, and, like, you know, hid. And then peeped back up, and the guy was still looking up. And then the guy started walking, you know, to the front door of the apartment building. And like Wes Craven, you know, it's probably obviously he was just was scaring the kid, but Wes Craven was scared silly. And that, that was the whole idea of Freddy Krueger, how it came to him when he was a kid.
1: This part kind of made no sense. Like he yeah. was choking the mom and they put him out. Now it's just like a burned body of the mom that goes into the bed and disappears.
0: Yeah, it, I think this is kind of to the thing of like, is it the dream? Is it not? Like you think it's the real life because, you know, she pulled Freddy out of the dream and all that shit, but. Yeah, that was just like, it's like, does this, this Freddy's supernatural powers when he's in the real world, does he have them still? Like, you don't really know. What I don't know
1: is if her dad's a cop and all this stuff's going on, why didn't he have his gun out at any point in time?
0: Yeah, but I mean, what do you, he, he just was worried about the house being on fire, I think, you know? Oh, well, if I was him, I'd
1: be like, I want to get her out, then I'll let it burn, I don't have to keep paying this bitch alimony and rent.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, to be fair, you watch your skeleton get pulled down into a bed.
1: Yeah, it's probably that's probably why I left. He's like, no more alimony. <laughs> it's then like, again, you you can't really. There's no body. Yeah. Uh, but see, it's not over yet. Is it?
0: Mm-mm. I th- I think even though they present it like he she, she pulled Freddie out of the dream, I think this still has to be the dream, right?
1: I would get that impression just for the fact that it's... There he comes again. Nice Cause I, latex shot.
0: Yeah. Because I, I, I think all that shit about Freddie getting burned up and falling down the steps... I think that was a show for her to think she could win.
1: And yeah, doesn't she just realize here, you know, I just don't believe in you.
0: Yeah, like she's... Like it's, you know... She says, I, you know I don't believe in you. I don't give you any power. But obviously... The way he was toying with them. He was wanting to build up the fear. It's like the fear that he feeds off of. You know what I mean?
1: I just kind of got more out of it. It's a horror movie. It never ends once the first time.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: They got to fuck with you and do it three times to you, though.
0: Yeah, that's how... Yeah, this one... Supposedly, this was a big problem with how they ended this movie. Like, this part was always here, but they but the studio always wanted that final jump scare. So they shot, like, three different endings... And at the end, they combined. They actually edited all the footage together into one.
1: Well, I think I don't know if it's so much they wanted the jump scare. They always want to leave that shit open for a sequel.
0: Yeah, I like that weird effect there. Freddy just turning into outer space. Yeah. See, and the, see, this is the ending that they like. Whatever, because like they didn't know. I think Wes Craven wanted it to be a happy ending. So. And then the studio was like, no, we have to end it because it was kind of like after Freddie was gone, like you know, I mean the movie's all, ends two minutes later. Don't get me wrong, but the studio for some reason they're obsessed with having a great ending. You know what I mean? Carrie, you got to remember yeah. when that hand popped out of the grave, that everybody was just like, oh. yeah, that's exactly so the milk
1: in that thirty years later.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly that's exactly really, what they're going for. You really
1: want to surprise an audience? Just have the movie end without the jump scare.
0: Exactly.
1: People be sitting in that after the credits. It, the next movie will be starting, and they'll be waiting. I know it's gonna come back
0: in a minute now, see you have Johnny Depp and all and all the all her dead friends are back, but it's obvious how it's smoky and hazy out that something's wrong, hmm and the top of his car has the Freddy sweater pattern on it.
1: hmm that's actually very clever, yeah, but what I don't get is okay, so they're all being driven off to their death, but Nancy's around in part three, right. I was confused.
0: Well, obviously, you know, this was something that Nancy survived. I think she's still in the dream at this point, but to be true, yeah. they didn't know. So that was the first ending, them being locked in the car. Then this was the second ending that was supposed to be of the kids on the lawn. And then the third ending was the mom getting pulled through the hole in the door. So they actually combined all three of those into the actual, and they were like, fuck it. Just throw it all in with the kitchen sink. Right you know,
1: we filmed it, dump it all in there. I would have probably just ended it with the, uh, the kids in the um, car jump. There. No, I wouldn't have done the car. I'd done the kids jumping rope.
0: Yeah, like have them be in the car like normal, but like all the friends are back alive again. So you're like, oh, it was just all a dream, and then you just see the kids. That's the creepy way. Yeah,
1: because pulling her through the the window looked really cheesy.
0: Yeah, you could always tell it was like a rubber dummy or whatever.
1: How come Corey Feldman was never in a Nightmare on Elm Street movie?
0: <laughs> I guess they figured, since he was already in the Jason movies, they are like, screw it, you know.
1: Yeah, but he was nice and washed up. He could have been... I think he was petitioning to be in the new Friday the 13th movie or some
0: shit like that. I actually would like to see that, to be honest with you. Because the people that get to act in the new Friday the 13th movies, they're nobodies.
1: The the new on footage, though, isn't it? The what? The new one's going to be a found footage film,
0: isn't it? They keep saying that they, um that that that's not gonna happen because the fans spoke out and all this but
1: you know my thing though them that, that that remake which i like that remake and it made a shit ton of money that's like what six seven years old now
0: yeah i didn't yeah. I, it's like eight years old. I, I don't really i mean i i didn't hate the movie i just didn't care for it. i felt found it to be a little bland but like how do you not make a sequel like a year later two years later at the most
1: well, saying for I know it made decent money. That Rob Zombie's god awful of Halloween two. Where, where's the Where's the next one? They're still talking about that too. Where Where is it?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Supposedly they're finally working on Halloween three now. Supposedly, I don't get why <laughs> they
1: just don't pick back up where it left. Well, then again, that that was a franchise that was really broken.
0: I saw something weird in the credits here that I'm going to look up to see. How short the
1: credits are Because they're almost done
0: (laughs) Yeah They are done On the electrical team it said Rowdy Harrington Rowdy Harrington is the director of Roadhouse And yep he was the best boy Electric crew person on Nightmare on Elm Street So unwittingly we were discussing Roadhouse While we were watching a film that the Director worked on And he was also was the electrician on Humanoids From the Deep
1: Now that's just creepy. It is. Warner Advanced Media Operations, Multimedia Center DVD,
0: Whammo. Whammo. I remember the old (laughs) Whammo. Yeah, I I didn't have that on this. I'm just getting that, you know, that red, like, oh, warning, don't bootleg this, blah, blah, blah. So that's it for Nightmare on Elm Street. I had a good time hanging out, watching it, talking about it. I don't know if uh, it was the ultimate Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, commentary that you were always waiting for but don't worry we have about six more <laughs> we can do.
1: <laughs> yeah we have quite seven or eight actually if you want to do the new nightmare and the remake oh, we, oh wait we can't we They're can't 80s yeah we're stuck in the 80s we're just we got to cut we got to cut you off at part four
0: oh uh, i'm i'm checking That's that out five. i'm checking that out five. right now i think five let's see let me look at robert england's imdb and i can tell you dude I, b- I believe you're right though i believe it's part five
1: well five could be cutting it i know four definitely but yeah i think part five i don't know that's gonna be Fre- yeah
0: freddy's dead came out in 91 so we can't do that let's see let's see part four was 88 i thought part five was 89 but i'm not seeing it here oh yeah 89 that nightmare- <laughs> round so uh, we could take you up to part five fans yeah, that, that see
1: back then when a the movie hit, it wasn't two three years in between. It was no. six months to a year later.
0: What well, to think about? Okay, the first Night on the Street came out eighty four, part two eighty five. Now for some reason I had to wait a little bit, and part three didn't come out till eighty seven. Then part four and eighty eight, and the part five and eighty nine. So literally within five years, you had five Freddy movies. Yeah.
1: Part two is so bad on so many levels. They probably thought, we might not be able to make another one. Then they probably just figured that's when they, cause that's part three is when it got all corny.
0: Well, also too though, part two was when they, um, was when they kicked up all the merchandising. Like that's when part two came out was when they first, uh, sold the Freddie glove. Cause I remember getting it for Halloween just since Freddie. So I think they just were so busy figuring out all the different ways they could make other money off of it. And they're probably like, well, okay, if we wait a little bit, because part one and part two, they're kind of the same budget level, you know? Yeah. And part yeah. three, when you see part three, and also part three, they got Wes Craven to come back and be a writer. So they're probably trying to, you know, they realized by part two, from what I've seen, because I, I had a documentary book uh, that went oh, in depth. Never Sleep Again. No, I think it was called something I mean, else. That was, that was it was DVD. Yeah, that was the DVD. This was older. This was way before that. This is probably like 80s. I got it, I got it actually at Universal Studios, Florida, believe it or not. But um, basically what happened was they realized that, okay, part two, they made a ton of money and that's great. But they realized a lot of people weren't happy with part two. So they're like, they're like we got to get Wes Craven back. You know what I mean?
1: Now, um, do you have the documentary DVD, The Never Sleeping Again?
0: Yeah, I like like a sucker. I bought the DVD and then like a year later they released it on Blu-ray after they said, "Well, never release this on Blu-ray."
1: <laughs> no, I I have Crystal Eight Memories, which that's oh, that's an ordeal to watch, but to Yeah, I don't have that. Never Sleep Again.
0: Never Sleep Again's pretty good, I think. That's real long too, though, isn't it? It is, but the way they break it up, it's not like it's like one giant movie. It's kind of like you can just watch it like, you know, while as they like, cover each movie.
1: See, that's how um crystal lake is and that's what we finally started doing it was like okay yeah. so we'd we'd watch it then we'd watch part one then we'd you know skip to the chapter part two you know we went yeah. like that
0: like generally when i watched it i would watch um i would watch uh like two of them you know aside from the first movie of Night on Elm street because you know they cover almost a feature length of that i would watch like you know the ones for part two and part three together and it'd be about you know 70 minutes combined
1: Part four is, I think, when they hit with the bigger budget, too, because I remember the effects were getting pretty outlandish come the fourth
0: Yeah, time. Rennie Harlan came in in part four, and he just was—he just wanted to go crazy. You know, after doing Prison, which was super low budget, he just wanted to go crazy. And it worked. Like, they had a lot of, you know. But then part five, like, they kind of missed up because they rushed it so quick, you know.
1: The five was just a, is a bad story. Yeah. And, and like I said, by the time 6 came out I was I was so checked out at that point
0: I gotta say too, part 5 is when um, Freddy's makeup started Getting pretty bad, it just started looking all dry And rubbery looking
1: And like you said, it was they, they were starting I think they were cranking it out too fast
0: Yeah, they were
1: 4, I remember I enjoyed part 4, four
0: The effects in part 4 were really good
1: Yeah, is pretty Screaming it. Mad George, isn't that who did the effects in part 4?
0: I, I think so I know he nice. did. He he did. If he didn't do all the effects, he did some. You know, like because they. I I think part four he did like that where that girl's arms turn into big cockroach arms and all that. Yeah, It's great effect. Yeah.
1: Then by the time he had five, it was cheesy. You know, the one guy was like fighting Freddy in a video game, and yeah. it really got it got to the point where it wasn't even fun, corny. It was
0: just it got to the point bad. It got to the point where you you didn't really even feel like you were watching a horror movie anymore.
1: No, no, not at all.
0: Yeah, uh, Screaming Mad George is is credited. As the creator of the cockroach death sequence on Nightmare 4. I think that's the only part he did was that one scene. I remembered that, though. See? So that's it. That's it, friends, listeners. Thanks for joining us again as we resurrected yet another movie out of the 1980s Graveyard. Hope you had a good time. Hope Nightmare on Elm Street is one of your favorite films as well. I, I don't think I've ever ran into anybody who actually disliked the original Nightmare on Elm Street, to be honest with you.
1: Uh, just that one kid I told you about.
0: Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> well, he's he's like a dick. I'm talking about real people, not dickheads. No. You know, what I mean?
1: you know and, and from that era, because like I was a kid when when that came out. From that era, uh, yeah, I don't I don't met anyone that had a bad thing to say about it.
0: Yeah, I really don't see why anybody would, to be honest with you. No, it's it's a
1: great movie, very clever, very
0: uh... yeah, very, very inventive, original. Yeah. So yeah. So until next time, when we dig something up out of the graveyard. Take care.